Hi, Amber. Hi, Megan. Hi, Michael. Yo, what's up, guys? <laughs> welcome to Bad Movies Rock. Thank you, Megan. Megan, mm-hmm. Michael, welcome to Bad Movies Rock, where sometimes our episodes inspire people to relive childhood traumas and share them with us. That's what happened to me when I listened to your Little Monsters episode, and I said, oh, I have nightmares, too. Would you like to see what they look like? Would you like to see see them animated? Um, Because I, you know, I I, I would be remiss if I didn't show up uh, to make BMR history, which we will do our first animated movie. I know. It's wild. 125 in, and this is our first animated movie. Yeah. Is it because all animated movies are really good usually or... No, that can't be it. That They're terrible animated it. movies. Yeah. yeah. There are, but I feel like when a ter- an animated movie is terrible, it does not spark joy in me. And I think mm-hmm. get out of my house thing. I'm a recondo anim- animated movies. I feel like a- yeah. animated movies that are good are good. Animated movies that are bad are horrifyingly bad. Mm-hmm. Right. And not, not necessarily not fun in a fun bad. way. I don't, I, yeah. That might not hold entirely true, but I, I look at our list and I, I don't think I see a lot of cartoons and i'm not saying i don't watch cartoons yeah. i watch cartoons i'll fucks with cartoons yeah. i'd like to think that the one i selected for us today um is both hor- horrible and terrifying like it's 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 both it's it's um nightmare fuel from the 80s that that still burns mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we watched the 1983 unico in the island of magic mm-hmm. yeah we mm-hmm. did. We did. <laughs> Michael did make us do that. I did make you do that. I don't know if it's also unusual. I mean, it's certainly unusual. How many movies have you guys reviewed where neither of you had seen it before? There've been um, a handful. I feel like. Okay. Yeah, n- not many. Not Most of them sure. are new movies that we watch together mm-hmm. for the first time. Gotcha. Right. Yeah, that's true. Um, and I know usually it's Megan that hasn't seen it, and Amber who has. But this time it's my turn, and. Um, well, what a treat it was, wasn't it, ladies? I mean, just... Um, Very much so. Yeah. Thank you for this, Michael. <laughs> it will haunt my dreams. It and was... And I, I appreciate that. It was a something. It mm-hmm. it was a thing that happened, and I was there. It it literally haunted my dreams. I, I didn't know what this movie was for most of my life. Uh, I must have accidentally watched it as a kid, uh, and... There was one night I woke up, I had the dream again about Lord Karuku. I didn't even know who it was. I just remember some witch in a bubble and uh, at a a castle made out of people. And I was like, I frantically Googled like this. I need to know what the name of this thing is. And apparently there's like a huge Reddit of like people who are also psychologically scarred by this movie who like had described it. The same, same thing happened to many other people where they were like, what is that crazy movie I saw as a kid? And. Yep. So we're in a support group now. It's like a whole thing. Yeah. Adrian was like, for the 15th time that you woke up, Adrian, I had the dream again. She's like, sure you did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Castles are made of people, whatever. <laughs> you had to finally show it and be like, look, it yeah. wasn't just me and my brain. This actually existed to show it to children Yeah, in the 80s. Yeah. I mean... Um, I think about going to, you know, the video store and you're looking at movies. It's going to be in the children's section. It's colorful like the rest of them. Unico. Oh, look at that adorable baby unicorn. Oh, it's versus an evil witch. Well, I've seen things like this before. I love a little magic and sorcery and goodness winning out over evil. My goodness, I'm going to take this home and watch it. What the fuck? 
Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Mom, why did you let me do this? Wait, those are people. <laughs> those are people. And they're a building now. Do you see that fucking monster? Yeah, that's the bad guy. He's fueled by pure hate. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not sleeping yep. a night. You're a- oh, God damn it. Bad parenting. Bad parenting. <laughs> I'm going to burn that VHS door to the ground. <laughs> it's bad. I mean, just put, you know, put the movie on, walk out of the room, let the let it babysit the kid for you, and you know, here I am, thirty years, forty years later, almost. Mm-hmm. Like, yep, just, yep. Mm-mm. Still, still in your brain. Yeah. Well, Michael, if you would like to offer the description for this children's horror movie we watched, adding mm-hmm. it to the beautiful canon of Return to Oz and Little Monsters. Mm-hmm. I would I wouldn't mind you know this is this is cathartic for me this is like a, a therapy for me if you will like I, I need to face my fear um, and when I watch this movie I enjoy it now you know I, I enjoy um, and we'll, we'll get into it all but it's 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 really good um, it just as a kid it's too good at what it does <laughs> so um, yeah I can I can um I could wrap the plot if that's okay I mean I think I'd enjoy that okay. I mean, are you sure? I think so, but but like, nah, it's okay. Never, you okay. know this 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 movie is is disturbing. So I'm 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 wondering what your brain came up with for a rap. So I, I'm excited to hear it. Okay. Well, so long as Megan's on board, kick back, have a snack. I'll tell you how it go. About a psychedelic flick they call it Unico. A backward story about a unicorn, or should I say a corner uni? A tiny, whiny guy, a lonely, horny, pony, puny. Not sure why this kid's so high on the God's hit list. Probably talks so much they had to hire a therapist. But he's got one friend, Wes Wynn. Just kidding. She drops him in a swamp instead of oblivion. Swamp cat with headphones, don't like his flow. To save face, commits to beef with our unico. Cat starts static like he's got the best of claws. To impress a blue goon, some perf drew its testicles. <laughs> Just when that shit is getting hype and hyper. Some dude in a tree trunk think he's the pitest piper. Animals in trance, they like them pants. Yeah, they want to cup it. Then this dude shoots some light and turns them into puppets. What? Mona Me kicks a tree, casts a spell on a log, pulls a throttle, lights the fire on his rocket hog. This madcap captain zapping up in the bog. He must admit he can't hit shit. I guess it's on account of the fog. Unico escapes and he's saved by Sherry, about the loneliest girl in this world. Now that's scary. Piper dude comes back. He says, hey, it's me. It's Toby. Except mom and dad don't like the magic coming from his homie. Then holy shit. What is that? This can't be for kids. Not even brats. A beam of light. All right, that's all right. Psych! It's Karuku, motherfucker. Sleep tight tonight. Yeah, it's Karuku. He's trouble in a bubble. Eyes bulging like he just solved a daily double. Voices high as cyanide and strangled in pitch. This gangster will scratch you, and he's got the itch. Toby zaps the village, puts the puppets on a boat. Columns on columns of solemn golems, and off they float. To Nightmare Ooh. Island, where nightmares are certain. To build that asshole's castle, yeah, with living puppet curtains. Gotta use the people bricks, cause he don't want to track dirt in. It's like a human pyramid, produced by Tim Burton. <laughs> Toby feels so guilty, he turns his sis into a toy, a grown-up lady for his master to enjoy. Yeah, that's not so much better, yo, what were you thinking, boy? But they slip past the gag and dragon and try to find a ploy. Throw in a BS quest with Sherry and Unico. They walk the whole world to find a way to kill Kuriko. They can't find scream. I mean, they find a screaming demons and sphinx who knows, well, nothing except a Trojan horse and who knows even less. And so, Unico transforms into a pegacorn. I'm odd. Can't speak all of a sudden. Oh, thank God. Fly to Kuriko. <laughs> 
to for a showdown. Good versus scary, crashing up the castle. Yo, did you just smash Cousin Jerry? <laughs> Kuroku lifts the castle up into the sky, while Unico finally decides he's had enough of this guy. Cuts that punk right through like a puncture balloon, but that's not the killing blow, you know, it's till Unicorn off to the Unico offers this boon. I'll be your friend, he insists, and the sentiment sincerely felt. This kind of kindness makes Kuroku melt. I'm sorry I hurt you, cries the anime horse. Apparently that's how you make a wizard a corpse. The golems wake up. Some are smiling, some are crying. No one knows how the fuck they're going to get off that island. But no, unicorn's problem no more, because here comes West Wind to carry him to the sequel in my nightmares that won't end. <laughs> amazing michael i could i i felt like i could feel your existential dread rise the more and more like the farther and farther you got into that song yep yep (laughs) that was that was perfect that was way way better than anything that was on imdb metacritic or Mm -hmm. oh 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 yes i'm sure this this movie is so obscure it's so weird. I'm surprised that there is even a description of it, you know, oh, it, that exists. It, it literally is just, Unico, a magical baby unicorn, goes on a quest to save the people and the animals. Not the demons. No one seems to care about the demons. Or they learns <laughs> of an evil magician that's turning people into puppets. It's, it is one line of people who clearly didn't watch it because there's no screaming. <laughs> there's no, <just> no <laughs> screaming in the description. So, oh my goodness. Yep, yep. There's um, no warnings. Whatever you do, don't show this to children. That yeah. Was, that was perfect. I need to listen to that again. There was some good, good. Yeah, there was some good shit in there, Michael. There was some good shit in there, Michael. That Thank was you. very clever. And it was about something horrible. So I'm not sure that it's good to make something clever about something horrible. It almost softens it somehow. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's psychologically what I tried to do. Because, I mean, there's there's no knowing it until you see it. We're going to do our best, but like, it's just, it's one of those movies you watch and you're like, what the fuck am I watching right what now? What fuck? am I doing here? Why does that cat have testicles? Why did either cats <laughs> not have testicles? Yeah. I mean, if you're going to draw one cat's testicles, why aren't you drawing them all? Why, when he turns his little sister into a toy, is it a grown woman? She becomes yeah. a, she becomes a grown woman. I've never seen a mm-hmm. toy. That is, oh, wait, no, I have. It's called a sex doll. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 Oh, man, there's so much. There's so much. And you guys watched it for the first time. So, like, do, do you get it now? Do you understand? Do you understand why I said this is this is something? I mean, I don't get it. No. But I, I understand <laughs> the words that you said about it. Yes. About yes. the nightmare okay. fuel. Yes. Yeah. Do it's, I get the movie? As oh, much no. as I can get... <laughs> A Japanese animated film from the 80s based on a manga, I think I get it, which mm-hmm. mostly means it hurts my brain to look at directly. And I have a spot now in my head where existentially, I'm not comfortable going. And that's where Unico yep. lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Amazing. Great. Um, Amber, did, did did Metacritic say anything about this movie? Nah, boo, nah, they did not. Okay, I only have uh, the Rotten Tomatoes uh, audience score, which is at an eighty-six. It's <laughs> <laughs> not amazing. Weird, right? <laughs> I mean, I guess 
sort of a Stockholm thing, you know, you turn <laughs> trauma into delight. Yep. Yep. I, I yeah, yeah. I you know, as um as a survivor of this movie, I think that's about I think that's accurate. Yep. All right. Well let's let's love on this. I guess we don't really have much to say about the critics other than I can't decide if it's responsible or irresponsible not to weigh in on this. Say something. Say, say something. Warn people mm-hmm. or try to contextualize it in a way, you, you know, yeah. sort of like the critics attempted to do on Return to Oz. Just kind of, a, I don't know what this is, but it's, it's scary. It's, yeah. Mm-hmm. In the absence yeah. of critical review, I wonder, like, do we just... Do we try to get into the head? No, this is a bad idea. I'm going to walk it back immediately. But I was going to say, do we try to get in the heads of the people who made this thing? Mm-mm. Just to wonder, why like... Why would you do this to them? Like, <laughs> why would meant, you do that? I meant just to say, like, what were they thinking as far as who was their target audience? Because if it was children, then these are horrible people. They need to be arrested immediately. Or, yeah. mm-hmm. in a way, are they preparing kids for the real world? absolutely oh not with this movie you know what i'm gonna argue for this i'm gonna be the devil's advocate on this one i okay, think okay. these are the okay. most responsible children's filmmakers i've ever encountered because you know what in a world filled with magic it's still filled with people and people suck and if you give mm-hmm. magic to people or you have magic in a world where people still continue to suck guess what's gonna happen you're gonna get a fucking marionette doll that comes to life fueled solely by hate building a castle out of fucking people and animals okay <laughs> That's the real world. This ain't no Harry okay. Potter shit. I stand corrected. I, don't, I have no, yeah, I have no I retort. See, yep. <laughs> nope. You're absolutely correct, Amber. All right. Let's get into the head of these filmmakers. Let's get, let's get into it. Yeah. Um, the, the film begins with um, a tiny, cute, like the cutest drawn unicorn possibly in existence, which is saying something because people go, you know, bend over backwards to draw a cute unicorn. Mm-hmm. Um, this really cute unicorn is being whisked away by the west wind. And the West Wind is like this spirit creature. And like she explains in like a few sentences of dialogue that um, the gods wanted you to go to be taken to the mountain or the hill of oblivion. (coughs) And she took pity on him and just dropped him off in the swamp. But she can't stay or help him any further. And she's just like gone. So she totally pieces out. Michael, before she leaves, she she does say literally this line to him. Once again, you are all alone. Once and again. then she leaves. Yes. Just to remind you, just just to be clear, just, I am just, abandoning you mm-hmm. and you are now alone. I know I started by saying the gods want me to abandon you. Just reminding you, you are now being abandoned. Deuces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And this is all like this this colorful backdrop and we got this beautiful blue skies and yeah, this like upbeat animals music. And, yeah, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. it's beautiful. Then, it is beautiful. Magical yeah. music. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. It's adventurous. We're flying around. Fuck you, unicorn. <laughs> and so inside the first two minutes, we get the tone is truly set for this film where everything is just asynchronous. Like you're you're feeling pulled one way and then it kind of jerks you back the other way. Um Unico immediately meets like this cat in the swamp and the cat um, is afraid of Unico at first because it doesn't understand who it is. And that fear quickly becomes, um, you know, fuel for his reprisal. Like he wants to attack Unico and just like has this, um, you know, inexplicable hatred for Unico um, because he's different and he doesn't understand him. 
Yeah, he he's uh, who um, that's Melvin, right? Um, yeah, mm-hmm. l- looks a little bit like Heathcliff. Yeah, and he's he's it's definitely curiously spurred, like Heathcliff. Yeah, he's definitely spurred on by his two um, uh, cat friends, one who is blue and has testicles. Um, like and all of a sudden yeah his fear turns to like yeah just loathing because he wants to look like a a big cat in front of his cat friends to be clear again very cute unicorn it's it's a baby we're made it's made very clear it's a a literal baby unicorn it is tiny it has Mm -hmm. cute little like hoof paws a waggy tail and just like bright orange pink hair and just the tiniest little horn and the Mm -hmm. cat is like oh fuck that horn you could you could hit me with that horn. It could it's dangerous. And then the other mm-hmm. cats make fun of him for being scared. He's like, I'm not scared. And he just grabs him by the horn to prove that he's not scared. He's like, Yeah, you're you're not so tough. And meanwhile, the entire time, Unico is just like, I wanna be your friend. Do you wanna be my friend? This is your forest, those are your friends. And as he grabs him by the horn, he just punches him in the face. He just starts, he goes from zero to a hundred real fucking quick. So I'm going to show oh, yeah. you who's a big dog. I'm not afraid of you. You're, see, guys, see how I punched this baby in the face? Yeah. Now we're going to chase it. Let's gang beat it. Pretty much. Yes. Welcome to um, the world, Unico. <laughs> it, it's it's like new kid, first day of school kind of stuff, right? Like, and he's getting bullied. And so like that, in a sense, like could could resonate with children who would watch this movie Unfortunately, it becomes a theme that gets, I think it gets away from the people who made this story because it's like so over the top from there on out. Um, Unico escapes the, the bullies for the moment and then the, the tone switches again. We get this dark, like uh, cloudy sky and the clouds are like rolling past the silhouette of this wizard up in a tree who's playing this um, like haunting melody on a flute. And uh, all the animals are like looking at it, like with their mouth agape, you know, like stunned and, and drawn like a siren song. And all of a sudden he stops and then just starts zapping animals. And when mm. he zaps them with light, like this crazy translucent light, maybe I'm getting ahead of myself, but like he, he zaps, a, uh, I think a rabbit or a squirrel or something. And it turns into this like weird cookie cutter, golem thing with no expression it's it's gender is removed anything that was special about it it just becomes this like weird little like picture like a lego man yeah Um, yeah but like but every lego is like monochromatic and has the same expression and you know i mean like it's it's like that sort of Mm -hmm. sort of like a beige flintstone vitamin but with zero features just sort of that rectangular cutout looking of a person yeah yeah and to be fair, the wizard was was just playing his friendly flute song, and then the cat started sassing him. Like ball cat got oh, up in right. there, Melvin mm-hmm. got up. He's like, "Shut, shut up with the noise, okay?" Uh, you would think it was reprisal, but actually, he was straight up there to just turn all the animals into living puppets. He, he was going to turn them into to, to puppets anyway. Yeah, you know, re- regardless of um, the bully cat, Melvin. Um, do, do you think they had the cats bully Unico so hard at the beginning so we wouldn't feel that terrible when they got turned into living puppets? See, you would think that, except that the main bully just winds mm. up becoming friends with the, Becomes, the magician yeah. who's turning them into puppets. Sure. Yep. Good point. And I think he's just there to be weird comic relief. Like, he's just constantly sassing and, like, getting 
terrified of anything that happens like one minute and then like trying to be tough the next minute. Like it's supposed to be, I think it's supposed to be funny, but it's like, it's more disturbing to me than funny. Definitely yeah. funny yeah. in the way that he's like, yeah, I'll help you turn all the animals to puppets. Oh, that's, there's that fucking unicorn. Turn that guy into a puppet. Fuck that guy. Get the unicorn. Mm-hmm. Get the unicorn. Get the unicorn. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then, then it gets worse because he's not good at zapping. The, the animals are too fast. He misses most of them. <laughs> misses most of them. Um, mm-hmm. He had all of them watching him. And yet. He did. He and, and then he goes to zap more. Like, it's yeah. like he would just call them all back with his Pied Piper song, but yeah. but no. He, he did a poor job. He he makes this really awesome um, flying motorcycle out of a uh, out of a log uh, that he magically flies around, but it does nothing to improve his aim whatsoever. No, no, no. no. He he actually does manage to grab Unico. Like, you know, he's, he's missing all the other animals. The cat turns him on to, like, get that unicorn. So he does grab him and pick him up. And you think, okay, so then use the Just other hand him. that you've been zapping things mm-hmm. with to turn him into a living puppet. Instead, he goes for the the pull. He tosses Unico up into the air and then yeah. tries to shoot him. Fails. Unico plunges into a waterfall and, and drifts away passively. Mm. So that's... That's Act One. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's how we begin, and it's it's just it's so harrowing, like the chase and the the lights and the the darkness, and it's just like it's already this really trippy thing that you're watching. Yeah. You're like, what the what the hell is happening? Yeah, the flute music. It's all it's all very off putting because it's like yes. you don't know exactly why this is happening. Like, why why is this wizard there? Why does he want to turn? animals into living puppets what is a living puppet mm-hmm. they seem to be pretty dead like when he zaps them i don't understand mm-hmm. michael is this when we meet kuroku we meet kuroku for the first time here and it's a little bit of a it's not as disturbing of a meeting it's disturbing so like this kuroku is um so there's two wizards there's the first wizard with the pipe and his we find out later his name is toby he's like a human in form um but we find out that he's in service to Kuroku, uh, who is this floating ball, like this ball man um, with this face, this like triangular face with bulging eyes that as he talks, his eyes kind of roll around in his head and, and his, his face changes shape. Um, kind of like if someone were playing his face like it were an accordion. He's got these huge um, buck teeth um and he's he speaks in this really disgusting high pitched squeaky voice like he's being raked across um like like tin and metal scraping like it's i don't know how to it's this bizarre I don't know what you're talking dude. about uh, i i felt very reassured when you just heard a voice go toby <laughs> Toby, have you turned them all to puppets yet, Toby? God, that's, Amber, you're a little too good at that. It's it's, it's very good. It's very upsetting to me. Very reassuring. I, I think mm-hmm. that's going to be the voice of my next character in your D&D campaign. Why don't you oh, kill my like current I... character so I can make Kuruko. Kuruko. The wizard. <laughs> yeah. oh, no. oh, no. So we find out Toby is in a, like, puppets for magic kind of exchange program. <laughs> um, where like he he's trying to train to be a powerful wizard in his own right, 
And so Karuku kind of like leases out his services to turn people into puppets and then like occasionally teaches him a new spell, uh, which Toby laments from time to time. He's like, oh, I just, you know, did all this for just like one little piece of magic. But so Toby has this like um, ambition that's that's driving him to commit, you know, a horrible, horrible act on living creatures. So it's just animals. It's just animals. It's just animals. Animals. And those cats yeah. were dicks. Ball cat was, was a cats. dick. Yeah, he was a testicle. He was is a dick, it, yeah. Is it? <laughs> yeah, and then you go two more minutes into the movie, and it's people. Um, Unico is rescued by this random girl named Sherry. Um, we find out quickly Sherry's very lonely. She has a mother and a father. Her father is really kind of... Um, grumpy all the time because her older brother left home and they didn't leave on good terms um and I, I guess love, oh i'm sorry i just love the familial exchange where sherry's mm-hmm. just i miss my brother toby toby was great unico you're gonna be my new friend when my brother left so did my best friend and then her father gets up and leaves and he's kind of mad and so she asks her mother why is dad so angry with me when I mention my brother? Well, sometimes when a man is hurting, he gets angry at people. <laughs> you know, the ones around him. But he's not angry with you. Never with you. You know how men are with their feelings. Just awful. Just awful and terrible. Just and they awful. direct them at the wrong person. <laughs> they just <laughs> bottle them up and it comes out as hate. Anyway, good night, Papa. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Good, good life lesson for the kitties here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. She, yeah. She says good night, Papa, and he doesn't say mm-hmm. anything. This is he nothing. Goes, mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Great. Why does Excellent. Dad hate me? He doesn't hate you. He just directs his hate at you. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Yeah. Much better. Yeah. The kids watching this movie are like, I can relate to this. <laughs> yes, I, I see. That is sense. how men are. Oh, yeah. So, well. Yeah, yep, 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 yep. Mm-hmm. So that's all great. And then uh, Toby comes home. He returns. <gasps> the prodigal son returns, you know? And he's like, hey, dad. And he's like very, Toby's very aloof. And he has like this weird Keanu Reeves thing going where he's like, dad, I uh, wanted to learn magic. So I left. But I'm back now. And I can give you everything you want. You know, like he's trying to show off. He turns, he turns a stick of wood into a doll to give to his sister, and it's horrifying. It's like this oh, yes. disgusting doll, and she's like, "I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want it. No, thank you. No, thank yeah, you. I don't want it." And um, so Toby and the father kind of like they don't square off, but they're like, you know, trying to feel each other out. And Toby is trying to show him how powerful he is, so he puts flowers on his dad's head, and one flower like growing out of his nose. Um, That's which true is, power. Flower head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got flower power. He does. And then Karuku shows up and says, Toby, you need to turn all the people in the town into living puppets. Chop, chop. And why not start with these fine folks? And and Toby is freaking out. He does have a soft spot for his little sister. So he, I think he hides her, right? Or tells her to hide. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but he turns it. And he doesn't turn his parents into living puppets. Kuruku does that. Um, turns the mom and dad into those little cookie cutter golem things. He, he doesn't say to Kuruku that these are his parents, though. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it seems like he could have maybe, like, reasoned with him just a little bit. Like, I will turn everybody else in the village into living puppets, but l- let's leave these two. 
but he does not do I that. I don't think there's any reasoning with Kuroku. I think Kuroku would mm. would like might would torture them more so because okay, even yeah. though it's, it's his apprentice, like he Kuroku has this hatred for all humans. That's true. Um, he has no that love for bone. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Good point. Hatred for humans, a love for decorating. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes indeed. And special time with toys. Oh, so we get this sequence where Toby is flying through the town and he's zapping people, like just kind of sneaking. He go- he goes through a chimney. I think uh, Amber says this is like a scary Santa Claus. <laughs> he's like the- <laughs> puppet Santa Claus is what yeah. I puppet Santa is what I had. <laughs> Reverse puppet Santa is that what you said, Amber? <laughs> Merry Christmas! You're all fucking puppets. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then it gets creepy real real hard again because he starts playing his flute and all the puppets that he made, like they this kind of like turned into it and like fell down face flat all of a sudden they just kind of stand up suddenly like erect and march out of the town in like single file lines and there's this boat out in the harbor with this weird ass bridge that goes under the water for no good reason and so the the is this it's trippy is everything about this movie is trippy like the 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 puppets like walk like like they're getting into noah's ark you know Mm -hmm. um and they just kind of line up in this um, ship. Meanwhile, Unico and Sherry kind of stow away because they want to like save the, Sherry's mom and dad. And you can still see the dad has the flower sticking out of his nose, um, even as a puppet, which is also really disturbing. But it kind of distinguishes yeah, him. The only, um, yeah, only way you can tell because every, everything about these folks are now exactly the same. Yeah, yes. their identities are totally erased. Uh, gender, it, maybe size is retained a little bit, but. Um, Everyone is just reduced to the same. And that's the first thing that I find really horrific about it. It's like that lyric from uh, that Rock Lobster by B-52, where they said, people at the beach, everybody has matching towels. It's like this really haunting line from a song for me. <laughs> it's like, why the fuck does everyone have matching towels? Wait, stop. Can we talk about this? <laughs> you know? Yep. Yep. And, so you, and to have you're everyone's haunted. identity stripped down to just nothing. Uh, 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 You're haunted by Rock Lobster. Yes. It's a very haunting tune. Sure. Yes. It should be. <laughs> I I feel like I'm. Motion in the ocean is another line that's not as terrifying. No, it is. Terrifying. It is. That's, that's very too. <laughs> also, mm-hmm. Rock Lobster is a line. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, yes. It, so, yeah. Yep. I feel I'm like. I'm haunted by many things, Amber. I can tell this. I think, in a way. Maybe in his own fashion, he's attempting to create world peace, you know? Remove all differences, mm. no reason to hate. Oh, God. Everybody's exactly the same. Yeah, they couldn't Everyone's achieve it on exactly their own. The so mm-hmm. I, th- think about it. Cats went after Unico because of the horn, but if they're all living puppets, no horns. No reason to be mad. We can all be friends. Unico will never be alone again. Oh, that's that's beautiful, Amber. It really is and a message of togetherness. No, it's not. It's super not. That's awful. <laughs> And, and, Amber, and Amber, Kuruku takes them off to live on an island in peace and serenity. Right? <laughs> all together. They're all together. Uh-huh. They'll never age. They'll never die. They'll never get sick. Mm-hmm. And they'll never be alone. Who's? How many people in this fucking thing are lonely? Unico's lonely. Sherry's mm-hmm. lonely. In a way, her yeah. father is lonely because he's alone with his feelings, which separate him from the people around him. Yep, yep. Toby's lonely. Good, good point, Amber. You never see one of these puppets crack a smile. They are in 
constant torture and pain at having everything about them that made them special removed. I don't hear any screaming. I don't see any tears either. Okay. They can't scream. They've no vocal cords anymore. Isn't it great to not have to scream anymore? Mm, Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Mm -hmm. God. (laughs) I think Um, I understand this movie better than you do, Michael. (laughs) (laughs) And then they go to the Island of Magic, right? That's that what is the movie's name not is. Not what it's fucking called. <laughs> it's called the Island of Magic in the title, Amber. In the title, it's called the Island of Magic. Yes. It is not that. Oh, what is it? It's the Island of Nightmares. Oh God. They called the Island of Nightmares <laughs> for good reason because yeah. you start to see you see immediately why they're being shipped in, and there's already been a shit ton of puppets shipped in because they are. The building on this this huge castle um, that is poorly built, as you guys noted, because you'll see like a wall of puppets. They stand on top of each other. Like you, the, he plays this pipe, and you watch them like assemble. You know. Yeah, they Lego and, themselves. Yeah, they Lego themselves poorly. into a new building. But you'll see like just a random head sticking out of the mm-hmm. wall here, mm-hmm. or a leg, or somebody like in sideways, and it's and it's it's just like this nightmares i mean it's, it's called the island of nightmares but it's this nightmare scape of bodies of, of poor architecture is really what you're saying michael it's... is that like you know the the body horror and the like making buildings out of body bodies is one thing but like when you really think about it it's the architecture that really doesn't stand up it's like why would you put that there there's, there's too, too many, many towers. fucking towers too many like, fucking towers exactly that was the first thing you i didn't noticed even, yeah you didn't like that person's like whole torso is out of the sidewalk. How are you going to walk? Like, that's, that's not practical. It's not the fact that the Tetris is macabre. It's the fact that the Tetris was poorly played. Is bad. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, no, bad it's exactly planning. Right. Why is that Why is that tower over there? Why? We don't I, put that square. Th- what are you doing? What do you put? <sighs> I have a question. Is it because Toby's playing? Like, is Toby influencing the architecture by playing his song? Or are the living puppets too stupid to get into the proper architectural form? Well, that question's going to haunt me. Is Toby incompetent or are you people guys are incompetent? monsters. You're monsters. We ask the important questions, Michael. <laughs> oh, God. Like, 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 I don't know. Hannibal Lecter's face mask. I just think he cut around the edges a little too severe. Just a little you know, too severe. Yeah, why, he why didn't he sideburns. take Come his on. time? You know, you got to yeah. cleave the edge a little bit better so that, yeah, yeah keep the sideburns. <laughs> I mean, do you think that, like, the little, like, the person's torso standing out in the sidewalk was when he, like, just hit, like, the the, the A a little sharply, and it's like, and then, so, like, the, <laughs> yeah, anyway. Mm. Yeah, Toby's kind of a shitty wizard. Um, and a shitty flute general. player, yeah. <laughs> to be honest. Um, so, yeah. Then we see, um, I think Amber's favorite character is the um, guard dog of this place, um, which is less of a guard dog than a dragon. It looks like a toy dragon, like a wind-up toy dragon Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that has this weird little um, uh, pilot light of fire that sticks out from its mouth that you're just like, okay, soon that's going to ignite and there's going to be fire. Um, But instead of ever like really breathing fire or doing anything particularly evil, it just kind of rolls around chasing you going... (laughs) (laughs) it's the best it's terrifying like if it was if it were a donkey that was being strangled Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. 
is the sound and that's not great either it has got like a got wild googly eyes that um roll around in his head as it chases you uh it chases sherry and unico um until it finally catches them and brings them to lord karuku who makes another appearance um they beg lord karuku or the uh, karuku to um let the, let her parents go which is kind of selfish. Yeah, um, no, just we're asking for these two. We're just for these fuck, two. Fuck, every, fuck the millions of people you have here. <laughs> Give us these two. Give us these two, please. Um, and of course he says no. Uh, Toby kind of intervenes and says, hey, can I turn them into toys instead of puppets? Um, and he, his secret plan is he knows how to reverse toys back into people, not, but he doesn't know how to reverse puppets back. Uh, go figure. I mean, the... They're completely different, obviously. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Of course. Yeah. Um, but there's a, a, a weird moment where Karuku asks to play with his toys. So he has all of, like the walls open up and his toys come out. And um, Toby turned his sister into like this weird dancer lady, like a very thin, like a lithe grown woman. Adult seeming woman. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think Unico was just like a stuffed animal. Not a stuffed I animal. Like something a, like- Little yeah, wooden like a wooden horse with wheels like, for little, legs. Yeah, a wooden horse. Yeah. 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 And um, and she was turned into a sex doll. Yes. Mm-hmm. And she was turned basically into a sex doll. It's really weird. And she was supposed to, she danced for him, for Karuku. is really creepy. It's really, yeah. really creepy. Is this like huge dome that's just like the toys come out of the wall and like do things for him mm-hmm. while he's in there by himself? And then what happens, Amber? Well, while he's having his secret special time with the toys flying around for his delight, Toby pokes his head in, and Karuku very, very hastily puts all the toys back with magic. He's like, what? I don't, wasn't, huh? What are you, where, I, you, you're supposed to be working, Toby. <laughs> you're not supposed to interrupt me during my special toy time, Toby. Oh, God. It feels Too accurate. It feels very much like in Spaceballs. It's the, when, it's the exact scene in Spaceballs. Yes. Yep. Go on. When, when uh, what's his name? Lord Helmet. Lord Helmet is playing with the action figures and making like his action figure and uh, and and the Colonel Sanders bust in. Yeah. <laughs> like and then and yeah. <laughs> He's yep. like, no, sir. I didn't see you playing with your toys again. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Yep. Exactly. That interlude has no purpose. It really is just, we're going to look at how Karuku gets down, like what he does for funsies. Mm -hmm. Okay, now moving on. Yep. We had enough to know that Karuku was the worst, like the worst. And then we just needed that icing on the top, I guess, to make it even more creepy and scary. Yep. Let's make him a pervert on top of everything else. Yes. Um. Because all those so, toys were definitely living things that had been turned yeah. into puppets oh, so that he could play with yeah. them for his own amusement. Oh, good God. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Unico and Sherry escape, and then they have like this quest sequence, which goes pretty quickly. Like they, <laughs> first of all, they walk everywhere, and like so the they go next to the land of demons. They're looking for some kind of way to fight back against Kuruku. And um, they go to the land of demons um, for reasons, and... All the demons are gone. They've also been turned into puppets. So even the demons are being like held in subservience to this mad wizard, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and all that's left are the baby demons who are hiding. 
And all they can do is cry. Is cry the entire time. Yeah. The entire time as they scream and cry. Yes. And that's disturbing too, honestly. A bunch of baby demons just with their mouths wide open, you know, like upper lip to their forehead, bottom lip to their chin, yep. crying. Mm-hmm. This this is this sucks. Because they're all yeah. orphans now. They're all orphans. Yeah, demons. they're all orphans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just the- like Cherry is at the moment. Yeah. When we heard this crying, um, I believe it was uh, Josh, our friend who was watching with us, who said, oh, it must be us. It must be the audience we're hearing. (laughs) Just (laughs) crying in the background. Mm -hmm. That is the sound my soul is making. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it was cathartic in that sense because there was a release, but it was also through the mouths of demons. And yeah, Sherry, by the way, is fearless as shit because, like, they overhear them uh, a Kuruku telling I think Toby to go to the you know place of demons, the land of demons, and she's like, "We gotta go save the demons!" Like, quick to the demons. <laughs> I think she's just dumb as shit. She doesn't mm, know possible. enough to be scared mm. about some things. Yeah. Um, she's just this little, you know, country girl who grew up in this house and was lonely. Mister, her best friend was her brother Toby. That tells you everything you need to know. Yeah, yeah. The aloof wizard. Yeah. Yeah. Who turned an entire town into puppets so that he could get more magic? Yep. Yeah. So from the demons, I think they hear that they need to go find a sphinx. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's the next step. And so they go to find the sphinx in the desert, with it, which again they just walk to. Um, but the Sphinx is gone. She's on vacation. Like literally this is the story that was given and the Sphinx's daughter is there. And guess what? She's another loudmouth person who yells at Unico and Sherry constantly. Yep. <laughs> like, yep. The Sphinx does nothing to help the story. I don't know why Ooh, one the thing. Sphinx is in, in the movie. It does one thing. It, it does one thing that sucks, but go on. I mean, it tells them that they now need to go see the Trojan horse at the end of the world. Right. Because, well, mom's not around, but I bet the Trojan horse would totally know how to take out Karuku. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could have just gone straight there from the demons, but I digress. Um, yeah, so it's only the, the end of the world. They just need to get the world. ends of the earth. It's, it's which easy. They, they can't actually walk this time. Which is crazy. So Unico just does, um, you know, a Mighty Morphin Power Ranger thing on himself and turns into a Pegacorn. Yep. Yeah. Just does it. Mostly because, well, it's actually a really touching moment because Sherry um, steps off for the end of the world and she tells Unico not to come with her, you know, because she, she loves him so much. And she he's already come so far and suffered so much. She says, no, I'm going to do this on my own. And you see this scene where she's walking into the desert and the wind's blowing. And it's this little girl off in this horrible landscape. And uh, so her love for Unico transforms Unico into an awesome pegacorn. Mm-hmm. Um, and she immediately doesn't know who it is or what it is. Just, he swoops down to like fly her to the end of the earth, and, and she's and, like, and ah, "Who is this?" Yeah, Unico all of a sudden cannot talk, which again mm. is a relief for all of us. I believe. Yeah. I believe Michael said that he's in his final form, the perfection of the form, and therefore no vocal cords. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, this makes sense. Unico makes sense. Yeah. can't talk is the best version of Unico. Yes, it's, yeah. suffice it to say, Unico's little baby voice the whole movie was annoying as shit. Yeah. yeah. Don't worry, they bring the Sphinx's daughter with them. So. Oh, of course, because Just reasons. Scream yeah. at um, them so hard. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Yeah. yeah. She's basically Melvin the cat as a sphinx, but a good guy? For them, yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Seems that way. It's weird. Yeah, a little comic relief, I suppose. Yeah. They get to the end of the earth and they find the Trojan horse who gives them the backstory on Lord Karuku. And it gets kind of creepy again because turns out here's what happened to Karuku. So Karuku was a puppet. Dun, dun, mm-hmm. dun. Big reveal. He was a puppet. He was mistreated. He was uh, abused by the humans who owned him and they tossed him away. And so all the things that get tossed away in the world wind up on the shores of this like weird junkyard beach at the end of the world. And... Um, so that's where Kuroku lay in this one spot of sunlight that comes down. And over, what, 300 years, I think they said. Nope, the Trojan slowly... horse was not sure. He said, I don't know, 200, <laughs> 300 years? Give or take, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> um, he suddenly comes to life. This doll comes to life. That's not scary at all. And the thing that brings him to life is his hatred for all humankind who left him to rot, you know? And... Also gets magic powers somehow, and you know it shows the scene of this doll like walking back into the water to re-enter the world and get his revenge. Cool, cool. Yeah. So the horse, Great. um, okay, definitely knew who Karuku was and his backstory. Yeah. So he must Lots of backstory. Like, I mean, they were sent there to figure out how to defeat him. So the horse definitely mm-hmm. knows mm-hmm. how to defeat him, right? Nope. He says, "I have no idea. You're only gonna you have to battle it out, and only once you battle it out will you know." Cool. That's basically his answer. So, like, he's powered by hate. I don't know. Use, I believe, he says, your courage and love. Yeah, yeah. Use your love and um, fight his evil with your goodness, <laughs> I guess. Um, and then, you know, but you won't know. You won't know if it'll work until after. So, mm. good luck. So, good bye. Luck. If a Trojan horse could shrug, he would have shrugged. He's just mm-hmm. like, eh. <laughs> I know yep. why you're here. You're here about Karuku. Let me tell you about Karuku. I mean, nothing about his weaknesses or how you can defeat him. Just like he is powered by hate and he's been doing this for a while. Um, yep. So, peace. You wanted ba- You came to the end of the earth for backstory, right? Yeah, for backstory. <laughs> yeah. Because the backstory will totally help you defeat him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In a way, it kind of does. Um, yeah. Well, does sort of. it... No. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> no. No. So they peg a corn back to uh, the island of uh, not magic, but nightmares. Um, and then, like, I think that's when Unico finally goes back to Unico form. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, oh, it's Unico. It's like, who the fuck did you think it was this whole time? <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> Do they give him a different name? I mean, I'm sure it took a few hours at least to fly from the end of the earth to the island of nightmares. Um, and, and Sherry's talking about how much she misses Unico yeah, while she's time. riding on Unico. <laughs> yeah, and how alone she feels. Yes, how alone how alone she feels while she's being shielded by Unicorn's pegacorn wings from the rain. Yes. And yeah. cuddling up on the Sphinx's daughter. Yes. That's right. That's right. It's <laughs> you two mean so nothing to me. Nothing. <laughs> I'm alone. Fuck you guys. I'm alone and very stupid. <laughs> they they confront the the dragon again. Uh, they confront Kuroku. Um, Sherry gets. I think Toby gets zapped trying to save them mm-hmm. or do something. 
um, by Kuroku. So he's oh, they have a wizard's duel. That's right. So he he turns against Kuroku, um, but he loses because he can only do flower shit. <laughs> How could he possibly lose when every strike just puts fucking flowers on Kuroku's head? That's all he he, he put flowers on Kuroku. That didn't work. Um, Weird. Weird, huh? Yeah. Um, so he gets turned into a puppet, and then his sister gets turned into a puppet, and it's another heartbreaking um, sequence of animation because you have his like golem on the ground, face down, and then you have his little sisters kind of laying on his back. Um, you know, it's just to me that's a really heartbreaking little scene. It's very dark. It's like... because it's just bad architecture. That's what Michael's saying. <laughs> They're they not load-bearing golems. They're just fucking scattered amongst it the other golems. It wasn't symmetrical at all. It was really um, upsetting. And then who's going to play the flute to get them to go in place? Like, they're just going to lay there. They're yeah. just going to lay there monsters. useless to the architecture of the place. Yeah. I can't... Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, it was... That That drove me a little crazy. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. agreed, Michael. Agreed. Yeah. It's bad feng shui, let's put it that way. Um, <laughs> the exactly. flow of that hallway, all fucked up. <laughs> all fucked up. You have to, yeah. Um, Unico and Kuroko square off. Kuroko's trying to zap him, and Unico's just kind of bouncing. Unico's like a made out of rubber balls, apparently. He just kind of bounces everywhere. And then Kuroko gets kind of like frustrated, so he like lifts up part of the castle into the sky. And so you've got like all this falling debris of but all these puppets. Um, it's made of people. Yeah, and like the castle's like crumbling, and it's the the people, music's really intense. Do you intense. mean people are crumbling? The Michael? people are crumbling. Yes, yeah, yeah. the architecture cool, cool, cool. that you love so much is uh-huh. is dying. No, we it's hate dying. the architecture. We're actually yes, mad we at the like architecture. It. Yeah, yeah. And and then finally, Unico snaps. He's like, "Well, if you're not going to listen to reason," and he like charges up his horn, and in little Unico form, just kind of runs and like bullets himself at Kuriko and he like pierces through like he goes through him like a bullet uh and and comes out the other side the back of Kuriko is blown out and um Kuriko kind of like is kind of hunched over in the corner and then Unico's like oh I'm sorry are you hurt I'm so sorry I just I I (laughs) I really I wanted you to turn everyone back and I was like I can you do that? Or I might have to destroy you and I super don't want to do that. But like, I feel so bad because like, I don't really want to hurt you. And like, you seem really lonely and like, like you haven't had any friends. Like I heard your backstory and it really seems mm-hmm. like mostly the problem is like people were mean to you and now you're lonely because you don't have any friends. And then the killer words, the words that will slay the dark wizard. I'll be your friend. Oh, it burns! Don't do this! <laughs> he, he, he literally just cries, No! No! It hurts! You're, you're telling me things about loneliness and friendship, and it burns! You're melting my heart! No, literally, I can feel my heart melting! Your friendship is acid on my heart! Please stop! No, I don't want you to be alone! I'll be your friend! Ow! Oh, God! Fuck! Stop! Stop, you shit! Stop! We can be friends! Oh! Kuroko's death throes, his agony, it is so disturbing. His mm-hmm, eyes are mm-hmm. blinking in every collar. His his everything's bulging out. He's withering and expanding, and he's his voice is even more um, just dragged through some kind of vocal machine to make it mm-hmm. sound robotic and, and inhuman. And 
And fucking Unico's just like, I'm sorry. Oh, I don't mean to hurt you. I, I love you. And like, oh, and all this stuff. God. Just goes harder. The yeah. Hatred yeah. was the only thing keeping me alive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then he dies. And then he fucking dies. And then he's a puppet again. Because the he's hatred puppet again. was the only thing keeping him uh-huh. alive. So yeah. Unico did, in fact, kill him with love. And yeah. mm-hmm. it was stronger than his hate. And mm-hmm. uh, way to go, Trojan horse, I guess. I, you seemed useless, and I guess you yeah. weren't. Yeah. Although that seemed not. more accidental. Like, Unico hey, fucking stabs the shit out of you just told the, the Trojan horse that it seemed useless, but I guess it wasn't. You know Think what? about that It for was, a though. It was, because <laughs> Unico ultimately, like, dive-bombed through his chest. Mm-hmm. And th- so he wasn't using love. He was like, oh, mm, I didn't want to mm-hmm. kill you. You want to be friends? It wasn't intentional. It wasn't like he went up to him and hugged him and said, hey... Mm-hmm. here's my love we good now it was i feel bad about trying to murder you with my horn let's be friends mm-hmm. and he mm-hmm. sort of backdoor murdered him with love mm-hmm. without intent yep it was manslaughter at best <laughs> mm-hmm. yes i think yeah i think in a court of his peers um uh, that's that's probably what he would get charged with. For Although sure. he did again run him through with his entire body. So. Yeah, but it wasn't a death shot. He's a magician puppet man, Ball. Sure. <laughs> good point. He just would Very have turned Toby back into a human and been like, Toby! <laughs> no. Fix my robe, Toby! Oh, More wow. toys, Toby! Turn your sister back into a toy, Toby! I liked how oh, she danced. So the island, uh, the castle part falls back down and the island, like people are slowly turning back. Um, the, the golems are turning slowly back into people, which <laughs> I think we said like they're on the water and they're like on top of each other. Like the people on the bottom must have just been crushed to death. There's yeah. just no way. There's just no way. Um, there, there, there had to be like tens of thousands, if not mm-hmm. hundreds of thousands of people making up this whole like castle towers structure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. So clearly not everyone survived. And I think among all the the totally fucked up things in this movie, when whenever the hero leaves, they always say goodbye. There's always a goodbye moment where they say, you know, I'm I'm off to another adventure or whatever, you know, like it there's this I'll little I'll never forget you, know, you. You are my resolution. best and only friend. I'll there's, yeah, there's some be kind in my of heart closure. Forever. They they went on this whole journey together, Sherry and Unico, this whole time. Um, and she she when she wakes up, she never sees him again. I don't think. Yeah. Nope. I think he's he's whisked away by the West Wind once again for a new adventure, um, but never gets to stop and say goodbye to anybody or get a thank you from anybody or like anything. Nope. In fact, he's specifically told by the West Wind when she's like, "But I made a friend and I wasn't alone. Can I can I say goodbye to my friend?" Nope. Nope, I'm going to whisk you away to a new place, and then I'll come and get you again when you make a friend again. And that's just how it's always going to be, Unico. I'm going to drop you off somewhere. It's going to be awful, but then it'll be okay. And then I'm going to come for you again mm-hmm. and again, again and again and again. You'll always be alone. <gasps> Off to a new begin. adventure! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and happy music plays yeah. and credits. Yeah. 
So just just these constant themes of of bullying and oppression and loneliness and bleakness and hopelessness and you know uh, revenge. Yes. If this were a and Disney it doesn't movie, get resolved. No. It's just like it's fine. It's going to continue. On it goes. If this were a Disney movie then they might have hugged it out. You know, the magical unicorn's love or his love for Sherry and their love for each other melts the wizard's heart and the magician becomes like a good puppet or something. Nah, he dies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was animated by hate. His hate went away and now he's dead. Now he's a dead puppet that apparently Sherry keeps as a toy. Yes. Oh, yeah. She keeps that puppet. Not the one that Toby gave her earlier that was kind of creepy. No, this one was a living puppet that tried to kill her. Like, did enslave your parents for a bit there. Yeah. Yeah. Whoop-de-doo. Let's make a little puppet show. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, he played with her when she was made into a toy. Turn around, fair play. Love. You know this fucking movie. Maybe they fall. Maybe she grows up and they she marries the fucking puppet. Like that's the kind of sick and twisted shit that's going on in this movie. Well, especially after Unicorn Co leaves, like Mm -hmm. her best friend leaves again. Yeah, again. And so, like, what does she turn to? This evil puppet toy. Mm -hmm. It can never leave her because she won't let it. Exactly, Amber. Life is just this long journey of separation and reconnecting too briefly and then separation again and wandering the desert to find something that doesn't wind up being anything. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You just described it perfectly. That's what filmmakers are preparing kids for real fucking life. (laughs) This isn't Mm -hmm. Disney gets it wrong. Love won't save the day. There's no magical happy adventure where you find all the things you need and realize the strength was inside of you all the time. No, you get turned to a puppet while your unicorn friend fights a marionette man. He gets killed and your unicorn just fucking disappears and you think, was I just gaslit? Did that unicorn ever exist? What just happened? Yeah. Is it dead? Is it coming back? Is it... Yeah. Did it exist at all? There's there's, there's an unsettling lack of resolution that... It's purposeful, you know? It's yes. Creepy as fuck. Yeah. So on the so, rock scale... did you guys scale, like it? Did, yeah. Well, okay. Yeah, did you guys yeah. like it, though? Yeah. On the it. rock scale, regrettable outstanding creepables are K. Where would you rate this movie? Most of my life, it was regrettable. Mm-hmm. I was disturbed by this movie, to say the least. Images of it stayed in my consciousness for decades. And I had no idea what it even was, but it's just unsettled and unnerved by this very subconscious seed of a narrative that just didn't feel right. Mm-hmm. As an adult, I love this shit though. Oh dear. I think it's outstanding. <laughs> oh, I think it oh. is I think it's art. I think it's art. Wow. It's so, so much contrast and evocative things that they do i mean there's a lot of weird annoying cutesy stuff that's like an anime kind of thing you know like they do that a lot but because it's in such a stark contrast to the dark themes and tones it's just it just fucks with your head um and i like have my head fucked with from time to time to really like like amber was saying like it's it's not a disney it's not a movie you've ever seen before you know it's nothing that is common it's not your hero's quest exactly you know it's it's just a couple of sharp notes in the middle of a song that really makes you notice. So I think it's outstanding. Okay. Wow. Amber? Certainly craze balls. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, I'm not going to lie. 
I was kind of excited at the end about seeing a unicorn maul an evil magician marionette to death. And instead, sure. he friendshiped him to death. And I can't, I can't decide which is better. I think, I think I like both. I think I like that he assaulted him and then was just like, oh, sorry, I want to be your friend. Ooh, my friendship's killing you? Well, I can't turn it off, though. I can't, I can't stop it. It's just, it's coming out of me. And now you're dead. Oh, mm-hmm. oh well. <laughs> this movie is crazy balls. This movie is weird as fuck. It trips with your brain. Stuff happens for no reason. And the characters are both endearing and annoying. Yeah, I'd agree with that. And there seem to be no consequences whatsoever for pretty much anything. Except for being evil, and then you get loved to, de- to death. I mean, unless you're a cat. That cat mm. is fine. And he was a bully. Well, he smashed Unico's <laughs> face in. That's true. But, but like, he, he was he was a, a mean bully and, like, definitely had some evil. But, like, he didn't, like, you know, turn a whole horde of people into living puppets no 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 he was just gonna gang beat a baby unicorn with his friends he he literally said he was gonna kill him yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah. he did say he was gonna kill him yeah well then for kids for kids for kids speaking <laughs> of <laughs> michael do you have a sneha story i don't have a sneha story in particular we've just been playing a lot of lego harry potter and it's all i want to talk about because she um she's at an age where she can start to solve the puzzles in it by yourself and um, be useful and what was nice is like when you play the lego so this is my recommendation too i'm going to get a twofer here when you play the lego series of games um the the humor is really corny the game is pretty simple like it's simple enough that anybody can pick it up and play it i think um and if you if the adult knows what they're doing they can solve the puzzles and keep the game moving like it's not so dependent on both of the players knowing what to do to move things along but as I was like beating the levels for us, <laughs> like Sneha is picking up on how to play. And so like she's actually actively helping solve the puzzles now. And she just gets so excited when she like finds an ingredient to a potion to do the polyjuice to turn into um, Hermione's cat so we can crawl through a tube. And she, uh, she just geeks out about it. And I, I love that. That's awesome. Um, yeah, just puzzle solving with, with my daughters is fun. That's great. That's fantastic. Yay. Excellent. Megan, do you have a niece's yes, story? I do. Um, so for Abby's birthday, um, she, bring this around to unicorns, Abby had a unicorn-themed birthday party. And there were these two, like, large unicorn um, balloons that uh, um, Erica blew up. And um, one was over kind of this archway leading into the den and one was kind of over the uh, kind of the ceiling area leading into the kitchen. And so they came up with a game of um, Maddie running through um, a tunnel and the tunnel meant just running from the kitchen into the dining room under the unicorn a tunnel, you know, um, and she was just having so much fun doing that. And then she saw that there was a second unicorn and she could run from the kitchen into the dining room, into the den. And, um, so she invented the double tunnel in which she ran through. And then she said, I don't yike the double tunnel. I don't, I don't yike it. Don't yike it. <laughs> I don't yike it. It's, like, it's literally, it's the, the the unicorns were like four feet above her head. Like it was just running from one room to another. And she'd already 
enjoyed the single tunnel and she invented the double tunnel and she did it by herself and then she didn't like it. She didn't like it. <laughs> and then she did it like two or three more times and then she changed it. She, I do like the double tunnel. <laughs> the end. That is wonderful. Mm-hmm. Real-time reviews of life experiences. Exactly. It's excellent. Mm-hmm. It's also impressive that she didn't like it, but she kept at it until she did. You know, she didn't just, yeah. she didn't let that first impression she didn't give up. turn her off. You know, she invented it. She wanted to see it out, see it through to its logical con- conclusion of, oh, wait, this is good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. That's what I love about children. You rarely have to guess what they're really thinking or feeling. It's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of put it all in their sleeve. Stream of consciousness. Uh, moment to moment. Mm-hmm. 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 Amber, do you have a recommendation? Yeah, sure. Uh, I've been playing Death's Door on Xbox. It's on Game Pass right now. It's a recent edition. It's a, it's a fun little morsel, as my brother calls it. It's a fairly easy playthrough, relatively satisfying puzzles, not terribly frustrating. You play a little crow and you're collecting souls to open death's door, and you're killing things that have been trying to cheat death. Essentially, you're taking souls, opening doors, solving puzzles, just slashing at shit with swords. Awesome. Sweet. It's it's fun little graphics, good gameplay, very smooth, good abilities, good little puzzles. It's nice. It's a fine game. Death's Door, Xbox Game Pass. Nice. Megan, do you have a recommendation? I do. Um, I'm actually going to recommend something that our friend Josh recommended to us last night, um, which is called Vampire Survivors. Um, it is a game that you can get on Steam, but you can also just play it on your regular browser. Um, it's very much a, a rogue light, um, and um, you get you can uh, play different characters, and they have different like moves. And essentially, it's just hordes. It's just hordes of enemies coming at you, you know, ghosts and vampires and werewolves and stuff and uh, bats. And then and like you just do automatic moves, but you you collect gems to like level up your um, your abilities, and you get to pick from the like. It's got a very um, it's it's if um. Hades was kind of automated almost like you get to pick like different um skills uh, every time you collect enough gems and then um anyway it's it's simple and uh it's it's fun to play um each run probably takes like depending on how well you do it like <laughs> like four to maybe 10 15 minutes something like that um oh wow that's quick and then you and then you also earn stuff in the game to like level up overall so it makes it easier for the next time you do it and so you can do it a little bit better next time um yeah so it's uh just just google vampire survivors and uh it'll it'll be there or check twitter i'm sure i put it up why wouldn't i have <laughs> sure you did you certainly put up pictures of karuku Oh, I did that for 100% sure, because yeah, I've been definitely. sending them to you folks. So I'll just take those and plop them right in. Toby's amazing hair swoop. Yes. His swoop is pretty baller. That's why he yeah. can't turn humans back into puppets. He was like, ah, do I want to learn puppet to human, or do I want to learn <laughs> eternal swoop. hair swoop? Yeah. Ah, I got to do the hair swoop. He, he made the right decision. That's a good I've, swoop. You know, that's fair. That That does redeem his character quite a bit, mm. when you put it that way. I'll also mention that we watch Unico, Unico on uh, YouTube for freezies. So mm-hmm. um, anybody who's interested in watching this, 
grab the smallest child you can find and watch it with them. <laughs> Don't worry. Commercials will not interrupt your viewing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Megan, this uh, has been lovely. Michael, also uh, mm -hmm. a true delight. Thank you, Michael. I hope you Thank have you. a Thank you. with us. Hey, guys, thanks for having me on again. It's always a tremendous pleasure. It I can't wait delight. to be on again. Excellent. Hopefully. Well, everybody have a good weekend this year. And, uh, you know, be kind to each other and evil puppets because that's what will eventually kill them. Mm -hmm. Excellent. And I'll just close up um, by saying what I always say, which is actually a quote from Amber. Oh, um, dear. And uh, if while we were watching this movie, uh, uh, Toby um, uh, turned yet an, uh, another thing into a, a motorcycle. Um, and uh, this time he turned a person, a, a living puppet, into a, a motorcycle. And Amber said, oh, yeah. that's a person, Toby. Stop turning everything into rockets. Are you, are you saying that because I said rocket, it's like I said rock? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Rock. It's. Yes. Rock rockets, if you really want to mm -hmm. be technical about it. Mm-hmm. Then they all look the same, Michael. They all look the same. They probably all have matching towels, too. They did. What? Why? Oh, no. God, rock fuck. lobster, everyone. Rock lobster. Ah! <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.